time for today's Big Idea. Here's an idea. It's time to return to the office. A return to office showdown is underway in this country, pitting some bosses and workers against one another as the arrival of fall and winter brings with it a renewed push to get employees back into office buildings. Not the first time workers have been recalled to cubicles, but this time it's different. While previous return to office plans were derailed by fresh outbreaks and new variants of COVID-19, we're in a different stage of the pandemic right now. Rather than voluntary return to office guidelines, some employers are mandating office attendance through corporate policies. Will it work? It's hard to say. A study last month found 80% of Canadian remote workers would rather look for a new job than go back to the office full-time. The online survey was asking Canadians working remotely about their feelings regarding returning to the office. It asked those working 100% remotely and those in a hybrid setup what they would do if they were forced to return to work in person every day. The answer, according to that poll, was clear. People want to continue to work remotely. On that note, a word of caution. The pandemic has been difficult for a lot of companies, and that recovery will be hampered by a recession we are told is right around the corner. Businesses may be in cutting mode, and workers may not always have the type of power they currently enjoy, so keep that in mind. That aside, I get it. I worked remotely for a long time, too. It's nice to roll out of bed, go straight to work. And it's nice to be uber-efficient and work from home and do your home duties so you can have more leisure time. I get it. But now that I'm back in the office, I don't want to go back and I'll tell you why. And it has nothing to do with job preservation. It's nice to be around people consistently, day in and day out again. The global pandemic has deepened an epidemic of loneliness in Canada and every country around the world. The University of Oxford published a chart last month detailing the amount of time people spend alone per day. And it's not good. Once you reach the age of 34, you spend more time alone than you do with your partner, your kids, your family, your friends, and your coworkers. The older you get, the more time you spend alone. The gap gets wider and wider. By the time you're 54, you spend more time with your coworkers than you do your partner, your kids, your friends, and your family. The only thing you do spend more time with than your co-workers when you're 54 is spend time alone. So what happens to all that time spent with co-workers if you're working from home? Based on the data, you're spending that time alone. Countless studies and experts have highlighted how the COVID-19 pandemic has affected people's mental health, whether they're youth or adults. Loneliness in particular has changed how we socialize throughout the day, and some experts say people may continue to struggle post-pandemic. According to the Canadian Mental Health Association, long before the pandemic came along, loneliness was considered a growing public health problem. It was even labeled an epidemic. We need to spend more time together now more than ever. A survey from this past April found more Canadians are becoming divided, with some saying issues have led them to reduce contact with others, like friends or family. The survey found three out of four respondents said they believe society has become more polarized. But 40% of those surveyed said they've reduced contacts with friends or family over an argument about the pandemic 
or politics. In recent years, researchers of various disciplines have developed many theories to understand the radicalization process. One key factor that may promote radicalization is social exclusion, the state of being kept apart from others. All the data is shouting at us to spend more time together, not less. I get it why some people want to work from home, and there are good reasons to do it, to have the flexibility to work from home if you're a parent and your child is sick, or if there's an education strike. It's a good thing to have the flexibility to work from home when the weather is bad. Also good. Can people work from home? Yes. But just because you can do something doesn't mean you should. I could try to drive in downtown London right now. Doesn't mean I should. I could try to take parental advice from Nick Cannon. Doesn't mean I should. I could even start to plan the Toronto Maple Leaf Stanley Cup parade. Doesn't mean I should. There are benefits to talking to people in the hall, to going down for a smoke break with coworkers, stopping in at your usual coffee shop, your restaurant, your store. It's a good thing to be around people. In the early days of the pandemic, this was a primary concern. How many people secretly got together with friends or family when health officials and governments told us not to? How many people got upset at Western students for partying despite COVID protocols? We've gone from breaking rules to be together to shunning opportunities to be together. We spend too much time alone as it is, and it's not good for us. Spending time alone is not good for your physical or mental health, and yet we are trending towards spending more time alone, not less. Just because you can wear your pajama bottoms and fuzzy slippers and work from home doesn't mean you should. It's time to return to the office. That's today's big idea. 